All right, everybody, just rolling straight through to part two of my conversation with Trevor Larkin. Here you go. I don't know, develop the kind of confidence necessary to right. just have fun with it. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, and, and I, re, you know, you, you need to go through all of that, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, when people who are, you know, like 20 years old or 21 years old, I was chatting with a, a couple of guys the other day. They're asking me questions about kind of all the stuff we're talking about. And it just kind of got me thinking about it. The one thing that I would say to my younger self, if I could, was just like, you know, just like, just be a little bit more of an asshole, you know, mm. like just mm. g- give yourself. In the right ways. Yeah, well, right, <laughs> right. Like not, not really, you know, but at the same Sounds time. Sounds like self-assertiveness. Is yeah, like, like essentially like <laughs> g- g- give yourself permission to not know what the fuck's going on. Mm, mm-hmm, give yourself mm-hmm. permission to like make a lot of mistakes and to do them publicly because mm. it really doesn't matter. And to like, you know, just be, you know, be, be drunk a little bit more often. You know what I mean? Just, mm. just, just like kind of lean into just being young and like having all of this energy and all this fire that you don't know what mm. to do with yet because how you figure out what to do with it is by, right. just by just like going for it. Wow. You know? And so, yeah. so, so whenever someone like, you know, super young comes up to me and is just like, hey man, you know, how, how does the thing work? I basically end up just kind of telling him, it's like, look, like you should just be exactly who you are right now. And you should, but the only thing is just like, keep doing stuff. That That's the only thing you should do. Just like mm-hmm. keep putting things out, keep being in the universe, keep being young and naive because that's glorious. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful place to be. Some of the best relationships in your life and the most profound discoveries will be made during this time where you're barely a human being. Mm-hmm. So like embrace that. Because like, you don't want a booking agent right now. Like, you can barely bathe yourself. Like, what are you going to do with a booking agent? You know, like, who, who cares, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's really fun. So, that, I mean, that, that in a nutshell is kind of what I tell younger folks now. It's just like, look, just like, have fun just like fucking around. Mm-hmm. Like, let, the music business is the Wild West and you guys are young, man. Like, it's, it's like, just own it. Like, own it. It's yours. It's your time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's everyone's time, but it's like, it's your time, you know? Right. Like, figure it out. Hmm. It's going to be awesome, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and, hmm. and, some, and, and sometimes I get a bit envious when I think, you know, I think about, like, where the Allen Project is and we have all this industry stuff. And it's great, but like I said earlier, it does feel, like, a little bit antiquated. And hmm. I, I think it's, it's cool to be, you know, w- when we were their age... It was the thing of let's get in the van and let's punk rock. Let's go. <laughs> and, and that was our part of it because yeah. it was, you know, but, but for them, it's, it's a little, mm. it, it just looks different now. It looks so much different now, even in seven or eight years mm. than it did. So, so I, I like, Gosh, um, I should chat. What, 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 did, what do you see as being no- noticeably different for, you know, I think we're about the same age, 21 year old us. Yeah. Um, what would it be? Uh, what would it look like? <laughs> we got some. We got some people spying on us. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. we saw him in the house. Like, yeah, what yeah. Uh, that, that, yeah, that's that's the use of that big screen TV right there. Yeah, it's a mirror. But you know, uh, you and I were in our early twenties. Not not after the internet hit and people realized that Definitely. it was a game changer. Definitely, but before they realized kind of what it was going to do to music. Yeah. Um, and you know, the kids today, they've got a completely different world to play with. Mm -hmm. Um, how, how has, have, how have you seen examples of that? Um, Talking to these young musicians and their outlooks that, how are they different from yours? Well, I think what's so cool and what's inspiring for me 
is like all of these all of these people because I also make a point to like work with and hang out with younger musicians a lot because I want that I want that energy mm-hmm. that sort of anything mm-hmm. is possible mm-hmm. you know to because you know when 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 you're a thirty something musician <laughs> you have a lot of shit to compare stuff to you know yeah everything's um, either terrible or matter of fact yeah you yeah. know exactly and so it's cool like what I see a lot with with younger what which you know. For, for for me, who I would consider younger, maybe not necessarily for your listeners, <laughs> but um, you know, it's the cool thing where like now it's like if you have a song, of course you record it yourself, of course mm-hmm. you make a video, mm-hmm. of course you put like every it, like it's it's just a given that everything is done in house. Like it's not even a conversation. Mm-hmm. You, like that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. And I I it feels to me having not lived through it, but but it feels to me like. You know, back when like tape trading was a thing, hmm. where it's just like, of course, you just are passionate about the music and you share it, and you just get people involved, and you just, you know, like that. It it, it feels, you know, history always repeats itself, and it feels like we're kind of entering into that kind of world again, but it just looks different in the digital world. Hmm. Um, and I find hmm. that really inspiring and yeah. really exciting, and it also makes me appreciate that it's like, you know, what part of that. As as like a thirty something musician, w- what part of that can I harness now? You know, coupled with the life experience that I've had, and then the, some of the access and like the perspective that I've had from that peek behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Um, I think personally, for me, like the biggest thing that I've taken away from it lately is that you know one of the things that you know younger people will tend to do is just be just like fucking just go for it sliding head first into everything and then eventually you get burned out or like you get hurt or something and, and that's mm. such that's an important part of the process and mm-hmm. so like that's exactly what they should be doing but for me as someone who has done that time and time again i don't need to do that shit again mm. so 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 what <laughs> what am i going to do now and and so i think and this actually kind of goes back to your your what you were saying earlier too about just like being excited and just like about creating is I think I'm realizing for me it's less so, you know, if if you're not, because, you know, a lot of people like our contemporaries have a, an interesting relationship with social media because mm-hmm. we've come up in an industry where it is an omnipresent thing, but we also remember a time when it didn't exist. So it's not a birthright for us. Right. It's this sort of like weird thing to be still like corralled and like tamed, you know. Um, and what I'm realizing, very much inspired by these younger people is like, it's all about just being excited and like kind of being stoked, mm-hmm. staying in the game, you know? Mm-hmm. So if social media is not particularly interesting for you, not you, but like the, 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 gen, the universal, you know, mm-hmm. then, then f- focus on what is exciting. Like it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like you'll, it, it, you'll all kind of come back to it. it you'll, you'll find yourself at the same destination mm-hmm. when it's all said and done. Yeah. If you really feel inspired about making videos and like have fun with that. If you don't feel like making videos, then, don't worry about it. Like it's okay. Yeah. The important thing is to mm-hmm. just be is is to come is, is to show up to work every day and do the thing. Absolutely. And I think like when I compare myself to people who are like ten years younger than me, and I'm just like, okay, like I I can't be like you because I'm not you. I as far as they're concerned, I'm seventy thousand years old. <laughs> Man, it's so real. But what I can do is be like, all right, like I have that same still enthusiasm, but like, how am I gonna? Mm-hmm. channel it hmm. you know and also like i just don't give a shit the way that i used to obviously like i you know i'm trying like i can't edit videos at all but it's fun to try i'm gonna sure. post them i don't care mm-hmm. you know um 
and and there there is like that courageousness and that audacity when you're younger too, and which I see in the, in the the people in their late teens and early twenties now is is that let's just put it out there, let's just throw it against the wall, see if it sticks. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, that's the interesting thing about you know uh, that I've noticed, especially being on the internet, is. And just not only being on the internet, but having the internet just be a thing in our lives that's been continually in our lives is, you know, when we, everything did used to move at a slower pace, was experienced at a slower pace and was accepted at a slower pace. Mm -hmm. You know, the internet now is, you know, (laughs) not even a 24 hour cycle, you know, like a three hour cycle or two hour cycle, just constantly there, you know, which is part of why I'm doing what I'm doing is just like, let me just barrage the world with the mm-hmm. things that I enjoy doing and just get them out there. Um, and I really appreciate actually that it's uh, gotten to the point where you can just put stuff out there and have it, have it be. And that's, you know, these, these, these young people that are, that are embracing that mindset, they're, they're on the right track. You know, there's no reason not to do all of that no. uh, and just keep putting it out there because, you know, people will continue to see what you're doing and when the time is right, you know, like we were talking about with an email reach out or a phone call reach out earlier, it's like it will it will come into their lives, you know. I know this because that's how it works for me and it's how it's worked for me forever, mm-hmm. you know, forever being the last couple of years, yeah. which is forever on the internet. You know? No, it's, it's true. It's just like put stuff out, right? you know, for a, a day or two if you're lucky, people are really paying attention to mm-hmm. it and then, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that thing that it's Thursday. You put out a thing on Monday. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> yeah, and that's fi- that's just the way it is, and that's fine. Yeah. You know, again, like embracing the evolution of the thing. Mm-hmm. And I think you're you're a great example of this, where it's like, I think that, you know, fo- focusing on what makes you feel really happy and really satisfied as a creative person has ne- it's never been easier to do that than it is now. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful thing. Like you know when I when I see younger people working or I talk to younger people, it's, I, I'm so happy because they, they right out of the gate have a very balanced and healthy relationship with being creative and like, hmm. you know, turning that and making that a commodity and making it available for people and like mm-hmm. making money and stuff like that. It's, it is this, it, it never really leaves this kind of like nurturing place like they're, they're, they're just like, okay, I'm going to put it out. I'm going to be in control of it and I'll move on to the next one. And that's great. And I think that that is so, so empowering mm. so that when the industry does come calling, they're just like, well, wait, I, I feel so great. I have this great relationship with doing it. I don't want to bring that up mm-hmm. or I, I don't want to give that up mm-hmm. rather. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and I say that cause you know, just the other day having conversations with these like 20 year old guys being like, yeah, fuck that. We're just going to keep doing our thing. Yeah, we don't need this other thing. Like this, this thing mm-hmm. is really awesome, and you're discovering that for yourself. Of just yeah. like, man, like it feels so good mm-hmm. to just be as creative as I want to be, however I want to be. Yeah, the people who are inclined to find it are finding it mm-hmm. and really love it. And there's food in the fridge. The lights are on. Yeah, and that is that. Now for every generation of people doing our thing now is like that. That is the new foundation. That's the thing that the house is built on. Mm-hmm. Whereas previously, even back when the Alan Stone thing started, I think it was still, you know, you get the management and the label and the booking agency and the whole deal. Yeah. Um, and, and that's really shifted now to it's like, hey, I, I just want, I, I know for me with my new bands, I just want to feel very good about creating music and putting it out 
Yeah. And I want to do it all the time. And that is going to keep me getting out of bed, like really pumped Mm -hmm. to be doing the thing that we do. Right. And provided that I can, you know, keep myself in halfway respectable pants and stuff like that during the process, (laughs) then I am, then that, that has to be enough because I, I know, Hmm. I know what it's like to feel the other way and it's just not worth it for me right now. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm very, I, I'm super paranoid about becoming a get off my lawn type, um, and I love like interacting with and working with younger people because I I am inspired by that energy and mm-hmm. that perspective, and that it's it's a very punk rock mm-hmm. mentality mm-hmm. which really resonates with me. Yeah, yeah, me as well. Yeah, no, obviously, you know, <laughs> obviously, yeah, yeah, and and also and even to like you know bring it right back around to like you know the, just the original questions about the Alan Stone thing, it puts that gig in a much better perspective for me, and it really restores the balance. Because it is, it's, it's now, it, it's not, it's not something that has to provide everything for me. And it's also something where I can, I can actively compare what I'm doing now and what people like yourself are doing now. I can actively compare it to the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Right. And go, okay, so what about over here is better than what's happening here or, you know, quote unquote better. And what about what I'm doing now seems to make more sense than what's happening over here in the land of of A&R people and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel very grateful for that. Because I, I, man, you know, even these past couple of weeks, I've really just learned a lot about my relationship with the industry and my relationship with the mm-hmm. Alan Stone organization. Mm-hmm. And to, 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 to such a degree that I've kind of surprised myself. And I feel very happy for that. I feel very grateful for that. Because I just have this renewed sense of energy and purpose when I go back into the fold with those guys. Yeah. And I hope that that is infectious for them. And mm-hmm. I hope that that, when, mm-hmm. when we are working together, I hope that, that, that there is a, a rejuvenated sort of vitality there and a new sense of purpose. And, you know, obviously when I'm working on my own stuff now, it has a very obvious and necessary value for me uh, that I'm very excited about. So... Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. On the cusp of something. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh I look forward to hearing more about it when we have you back on the show sometime after after the projects uh move forward a little bit and we can hear more about your band and we can hear uh maybe about the glorious return of your podcasts and all of that. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. No, and and thank you for having me on because mm-hmm. I mean for for a lot of reasons, but like I said, you know, I think that this conversation today has kind of reminded me of like, oh yeah, like this is, this is a fun thing to do, mm-hmm. and um, and I think provided provided for me that it feels like what the show is now for you. It feels like just a natural extension of what you're mm-hmm. doing, rather than a thing that is taking the place of the thing that you that you're supposed to be doing. Right. If if I can, I I need to sort of endeavor to find that to strike that balance mm-hmm. within myself and my own kind of thing right now to find that for the podcast. But but it's there, I think. And and with with the new band now, which will have a name soon to be revealed, um, like I said, like maybe that's the perfect excuse to kind of get the podcast up is to give that narrative a different sort of spin. Which again, like real quick, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Where it's like you know you don't have to be good at everything, just but as long as it's exciting you, that's what should be the thing. Like if yeah. your videos are garbage, so you know, mm-hmm. do a podcast. Put that up. I mean, that's that. People just want to learn. If if they're excited mm-hmm. about you, mm-hmm. they're excited about me. They just want, they just want to learn more. They just want to be involved. Mm-hmm. They want to be part of it. 
Yeah. And as mm-hmm. and, and and I'm all about just giving people multiple access points. Yeah. Just for me, it kind of got it got a little bit out of balance there for a while. Sure. But, but I'm I'm getting closer to where I need to be. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Great yeah, success. Yeah. <laughs> Great success. Hopefully all, you know, I, I'm, I'm intrigued to listen to, uh, so how many episodes do you have out now? 12, 12, no, oh, oh no, episode 10 was just released cool. Wednesday, yeah, episode nice. 11 will be, and this all, is like 13, 14-ish, okay. I nice. think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. so like kind of put it a once a week kind of release schedule yeah, yeah, yeah. for the most part, yeah. Mm-hmm. And all the episodes have felt good so far? Uh, yeah, for the most part, especially the ones that start later in the day. You know, yeah. one of the challenges that I that I had before starting this podcast, um, which actually being on your podcast helped a lot, uh, was trying to discover whether or not I should have a hard theme. Not unlike, you know, was suggested by these people uh, to you about your newsletter. Mm-hmm. You know, like always have this thing that you're constantly talking about, be on brand, blah, 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 blah. But what I discovered listening to to yours and several of my favorite podcasts uh, over the last year or so is, um, you know, in some cases you do have that. You do have like, this is what we're talking about. It's very specific. It's very niche and it's very on point. But uh, some of my favorite shows... Uh, like your podcasts, like the Wheeler Walker Jr. podcast, mm-hmm. like uh, your mom's house with Tom. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, they they let the personalities of the hosts and the guests that they choose to bring on the show and and how they guide the conversation. They let that be what the show is, and that's something I've really, really grown to appreciate about this show. It's like it's it. It in general is about independent musicians and creatives and and the things that they're doing and why they're doing them and how they're doing them and why it's important for them to do these things and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's not always going to be the case. No, I mean y- yours is a personality-driven show, mm-hmm. and that's what I I think mine is too. Mm-hmm. The people who are stoked on you, like they don't really care like what you're going to talk about. Like, well, <laughs> like I mean, I'm just some schmuck, you know. Like people are like they they just are really inspired by your world. And what you're doing as a creative person, mm. and so that they just they just want to listen to your point of view, mm. and they are trusting you enough that you're going to bring on some halfway decent people to have a conversation, <laughs> you know. And and I I think that's great. It's very freeing. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. I I've, I I also try to resist the, the tendency to kind of over-explain something. Hmm. I, I I understand from like a marketing standpoint because you know you, you want to, that that hook that's easy to understand. But but why does it have to be easy to understand? Yeah. Like why can't why can't it just be people having a conversation, and that leaves it wide open, plenty of real estate for people to invest in. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. like I'm I'm kind of I'm into that, and the people who know the slow drag, people who know Austin, are like that. You could you could talk about your asshole the entire time. It'd be fine. <laughs> I don't know these kinky pieces of shit are into your. Th- I don't know. Oh, right, it's gone off the. Finally, finally, it's gone off the rails after whatever. Whatever. I don't have my glasses on. I can't tell what the time is. Oh yeah, we're doing good. Yeah. we could go for. We could if. Uh, no, I don't know. I was gonna say we could make it a two parter, but I like this one being a longie. Yeah. Well, it's good. How how uh, how long on average are these things typically? Uh, 60, 70 minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That that's kind of with the Trevor Larkin mm-hmm. talks and listen show. That was about mm-hmm. the sweet spot. Every once in a while, you get, you know, someone who is a little bit more comfortable in conversation or a little bit more comfortable with the podcast. Yeah, that was something I learned from the show because, as you know, from being on the show, we would myself and Trey McDermott, 
um, who's continuing to kill the game as a videographer, by the way, yeah. which is wonderful. Yeah, um, you know, we would we would tape the show as well as record it, and that was fun, but it was, uh, it was a little bit too much. And I I understood that maybe for us as musicians and performers we take for it doesn't really affect us that there's a camera and then there's a microphone mm-hmm. that's just mm-hmm. like oh that just means it's tuesday like that's fine <laughs> yeah totally but for excuse me for for a lot of people it's pretty disconcerting and that's what i found for my show is that there was enough kind of going on that people were not really relaxed hmm. they weren't really kind of talking about the stuff they hmm. wanted to talk about they felt like they had to perform like they were on and th- that isn't the vibe for my show and i love that that's not the vibe for your show too mm-hmm. I think it's just about people just relaxing into a conversation. That's exactly what I want. Yeah, and that's know? and that's why it's mm-hmm. great that I mean, like, I, if, if people could only see me right now, like, I, I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't bathed today. You know, I'm kind of trying to own that too, especially when I'm in town. Mm. I, I want to look like a little bit more of an asshole when I'm walking around, like just a little bit more disheveled, mm-hmm. a little bit more kind of homeless. Okay. I just, I just kind of man. I, Stick with me, kid. Oh, it's great. No, I, I, I think I think it's wonderful because it's 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 a way of my like a subtle fu of just being like, look, you know, again, like an arrogant thing of just mm-hmm. like, hey, I, I I got nothing to prove to you people. Well, I I, I was I will tell you this. I put on my good sweatpants today. I'm I'm. Please. I have another pair that are not the good pair that I prefer These to wear pants, on, a, on a relaxy day. You wore real pants well, and actual laced-up boots. But I will say, these pants still have dog hair on them from like a week ago. Oh, dude, don't even, my life is dog hair. Yeah, that's great. That's, a, that, that's also, that's a litmus test for quality as well. That's something that defines a good life and a good day for you. Is mm-hmm. How much dog hair is on your shit. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a great thing. Well, it's mostly just because I have to, my dog is so old that I have to pick her up. Oh, to take her oh, up it's... and down the two stairs in front of my house so she can hobble that down the street. Oh, it's beautiful. And, you know, I do take that time to just give her good hugs. So, you oh, know. you do. I mean, she, but, she's had a good run. Yeah. After 30 days of dog ownership, I gave up on fighting dog hair. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 Someday I would like to settle into that. Mm-hmm. But it's, I, you know, I'm traveling too much yeah, now. And it's, it's hard. It's yeah. Hard. And it actually, it really limits my ability to tour. You know, yeah. I've got, I've got a three day run in Southern California in April and another three-day run mm. in Oklahoma in May. What, when, when are you going to be in Southern California in April? Uh, April 5th, 6th, 7th. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, you know, I'm having somebody watch my dog on one of them and taking her with me on another one. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I've been stressing out about it <laughs> for weeks now. Yeah. Being that, that geriatric old dog in the care <laughs> of somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I hear you, man. I mean, it's, it, it's an energy that I miss in my life for sure. But yeah. But I think, you know, another thing that I'm just trying to focus on is, because it's such a tendency in our world, too, that, like, the grass is always greener on the other side, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying, it takes, you know, some days are better than others, but I, in general, I'm doing pretty well at just being like, you know what, I am, here I am, this is what I'm doing, to, to acknowledge some of the drawbacks, but on balance to focus more on, like, the, the stoke factor and, like, being kind of way into it. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, a, a disadvantage of traveling all the time is it makes it more, you know, certain response, certain adult responsibilities are not necessarily the most responsible things to take on. And like owning pets is not really the most responsible thing. But mm-hmm. but you do get to travel the world on the company dime and like make all these friends and have all these experiences. And that that's great. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. And, you know, you know all the stuff we were talking about, you know, like you, you might want to be on a record label, say. 
And it may frustrate you that you are not, because that's a status thing that you want. But what you can do right now is make music however and whenever you want and put it out. Yeah. And get mm-hmm. appropriate feedback for that. And, mm-hmm. like, that's amazing. Yeah. So, like, lean into that, you know. Um, and what's crazy is there are so many people doing that right now. Yeah. There are so many middle-class musicians out in the world. There are so many people, like, pushing their way up to middle-class. And even, like, mm-hmm. you know people who were on the same level as the Alan Stone band that millions and millions of people have never heard of seen yeah. doing their thing. Yeah, well, that's and that's the crazy thing, too, is that people... I mean, that's another thing that I feel very grateful for with the Alan Project is we are not a household name. It's a very much a cult band. Mm-hmm. Like, the people who know about the project, like, they know about it. Mm-hmm. And they are, like, intense, you know? <laughs> there are people who will see f- every show on a tour. Mm. They'll, they'll like, you know, fish style, like they'll tailgate the whole deal. Um, and, and it's like, it has a, a lot of really flattering street cred in the musician community and stuff like that. And, and, you know, we, we, it, it does well. It's a very cool thing, but like, but we are not, no one is famous. <laughs> no one is famous. Mm-hmm. Alan included. No one is rich. Alan included. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's at a very manageable you know, it's it's not so big to the point where I feel like I can't pivot away from it, and mm. and do something else. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I'm I'm happy I'm happy for that. It's 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 of a it's of a wonderful size where we tour and we play really nice theaters and it's very comfortable, and you know I've made friends for life. It's great, but. Um, I'm not so far down the caviar and champagne road that I can't like take it back and be like, all right, five spot, let's go, punk totally. rock, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. like that. That still feel. I don't feel like I'm owed mm-hmm. anything, mm-hmm. which I think is is good. Yeah, you know. Now I do wonder if your perspective on that would be different had at some point I'm knocking for you at the Alan Stone Project fell apart, and this is what you had to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think you're going to be there anytime soon, and I don't hope that for you in any right. way. But there is something really nice about having that in the background to free you up to do yeah. your thing. Well, and, and I think what if, if the Alan Stone thing ended tomorrow, because mm. people's relationships with it are actively changing. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's, it's not that the Alan Stone thing would implode. It's just that people would choose to have a different relationship with it. And I think about that mm. too, of just like, oh, huh. if, if I decided to not like play with the band, like mm-hmm. what would that? And, and I think that it, I, I need to, and this too would apply to anyone listening to this in a similar experience, uh, similar place, obviously. I think that for, for me to give myself the credit of having built the thing from the ground up and, and you know, the, the people who you want in your life know mm. that and acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. And don't judge you or assess your value purely on your involvement with one aspect of the thing they understand. Mm-hmm. So I, I do remind myself, and I'm starting to kind of like train myself to like really, really embrace this with these new projects or different like writing things or whatever it is, of just, again, just sharing, just letting people know who only know me from the Allen Stone world to like not sell them anything, mm-hmm. not like micro, not tell them how to interact with the situation, just, just share and when it when it comes time to be a little bit more specific with maybe what I want, if that if, if it evolves into that, um, one that just feels good to do, and then two, it's also just t- to your point, if if it is a full pivot away from that world, it's not I'm not starting from 
the ground up. Like mm-hmm. I've I've la- I've totally. I've, I've done I've done some groundwork of kind of like hey this is also this is stuff that I do and it's good and it's powerful and it's and it belongs in the world mm-hmm. and hmm. you know it's it's not going to blindside yeah people like that kind of thing. So I'm being I'm I'm being intentional with that mm-hmm. right now for sure. And you know something something. Uh, I want to share with you that I realized while while you were sharing that thought is the people uh, in my world who are a part of the slow drag and are listening to the things that I'm doing and are helping me build those, uh, you know, those who have really been paying attention, they know you and they know your work, but they know you because you're Trevor Larkin, who right. has this podcast and has been releasing his own music mm-hmm. and you're not the guitar player in Alan Stone. And isn't it interesting? And there's a growing community of that. I'm, I'm noticing that too. It's small, mm-hmm. but it's there. And I'm hoping that that'll get kicked into the next level with, mm-hmm. with this new band. Um, it, it, it certainly will. And, and it's really cool to be reminded of that because for me, like how my rough days typically look is I'm just like, man, I'm only, I will only ever just be the guitar player in this cult hipster funk group. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. I don't know. It's been, you know, it's been a good, it's been a good at bat. You know, I've been fouling them off for a while. It's awesome. But um, man, gosh, I guess this is it for me. And it's really neat to understand that slowly but surely, which again is the way, you know, as frustrating as it is, sometimes that's the way you want it. You want Mm -hmm. it to be slow and steady. Mm -hmm. Slowly but surely people are starting to really appreciate that there's more to me than just that one thing mm-hmm. and like you say like there's there's even a community now of people who mm-hmm. don't even know the Allen Stone project but mm-hmm. they know me through other things which is which is, which a, is still weird for me yeah. and for you to embrace that is you know is is I do believe stunning and brave because I think it takes a lot um to have this this bright shiny cool thing you know mm-hmm. it's like you know you you did say Allen Stone band is not famous nobody's famous and you know it is it is a steady job that is a good gig but when you when you describe it to people if you're like yeah you know we got the we got the bus and we do these cool corporate events and we have these fun opportunities and we've been on x y and z tv right. shows it's like that's all very very cool and romantic and stuff like that right. you know and to to be able to have that as a as a shining light in your life but then also direct people's eyes towards something that is smaller and growing mm-hmm. and and pales in comparison to this other thing is yeah. is a great thing to be able to do i mean it shows a lot of shows a lot of confidence shows a lot of maturity and it's and it keeps you uh it keeps your head in the right space it does you know it does. to be like i've got this thing and i've got this thing and i'm proud of both of them and you know, this one, this one is what I want to focus on. It needs a little more attention right now. This thing's doing great. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. well, I appreciate you saying all those things. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. sincerely. And, and yeah, and that is the, another real gift of the Alan Stone thing is that it will, regardless of my and Tyler and Swati and Jason's involvement with it, which will always be in the picture, but like, you know, like we co-wrote the majority of the new record, which, which I think is coming out this fall, mm-hmm. you know, um, but regardless of whatever our individual involvements look in the moment, um, it Alan Stone world is doing great. It will keep moving. Alan's going to sing real high and loud for the people. It's gonna it's it's gonna be a thing for as long as Alan wants it to be, basically. And I and I do feel proud for having like my my involvement in that. Like my my like real big chapter in that was the one that built it to this place. Hmm. And. 
that does give you a lot of confidence because you you sort of you you you're kind of a survivor mm-hmm. and you know you're you it's like man, i i took this risk and i know what it's like and mm-hmm. i know how to build a thing and mm-hmm. i know all the patience and kind of the audacity wrapped up in that yeah. and and yeah i i do feel very good and very proud for being able to say look this is this is fine it doesn't matter if i never pick up the instrument in service of the allen stone name ever again mm-hmm. um it it will be this totally cool and awesome thing for the fans and i was a huge part of that and Mm -hmm. that's really 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 cool and so it does make it easier for me to step away from that and go okay like you know again like not quitting the band for any listeners like don't worry but like (laughs) but but it but it does make it easier for me to step away and go okay i'm really excited about this Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and the reason why this world is fine is because of course alan is a great talent but it's also because of everything that we as the band have contributed individually and as a collective. And that should give us all permission and inspire all of us to then take that positive momentum and carry that over to to new stuff. You know, Swati's band, The Positive Agenda, Swatkins and The Positive Agenda is incredible. You know, my new band with an as yet to be revealed Oh man, name. I'm dying to know what the, um, do you know what it is and you're just not telling sure. us on the microphones? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Tyler is, is expanding into, into some new projects, which is great because he's, he's such a great musician and such a cool dude, such a great bass player. And Jason as well, the drummer is, is building out his world in a really kind of neat and unexpected way, like more, more as like a, Mm. a promoter and a producer Mm -hmm. and like a bringer together of worlds, Mm -hmm. which suits his personality and skill sets really, really well. Yeah. Um, I'm so happy to hear that about all of your bandmates in this band because yeah. you know i mean let's let's face it if you are the front man of a successful project it is much easier for you to pick up something along the same lines of what you've been doing um mm-hmm. if your band or your project falls apart or whatever it's like you know you can cycle through members and still mm-hmm. be the face and everything's totally fine yeah um you know, like we've mentioned here and there, like uh, a lot of the support musicians, quote unquote, in a band, like might lose their identity or, you know, if, if you want to get real cutthroat about it, like there's probably somebody out there that can play those guitar parts, but not as many people who sound exactly like Alan Stone. There are probably a couple out there, you know, who's that guy on mm-hmm. the internet? Have you seen this guy on the internet that sounds exactly like Freddie Mercury? Yeah, yeah. The, it's he, amazing. He, he sang yeah. like a lot of the Bohemian Rhapsody <laughs> parts, like for the yeah. movie. Yeah, totally. Oh, totally. But I man. really value um, doing that. Yeah, seeing what you're capable of doing, what you're passionate about, well, and and continuing yeah, to do I it. Mean, I, th- like Mike McKee does in uh, Yeah Delta Red, another he, one who's in a great project that mm-hmm. he could sit back. Yeah, but the stuff that he's doing is so cool. It's and it's so him mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. which is so because I've known those guys for a long time, and it's really cool to see them all starting to figure that out for themselves. Mm-hmm. So, some more elegantly than others, but everyone's everyone's like really taking it seriously, like really in it, which mm-hmm. is so cool. And and I think you know to to your point about you know obviously like Alan Alan is not going to be replaced. Certainly, someone could play the guitar in the group. Um, but I, I like to think that everything that I'm doing now is more of a personality driven thing. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, that of course 
there are people, certainly lots of, lots of people could play guitar better than me. Um, <laughs> and lots of people would sound crushing in the Alan Stone project. Hmm. Um, but the reason, I, I, you know, I've come to realize that the reason why I keep getting, why I'm still part of it, the reason why I keep getting called, and the reason why everyone stuck with me in the early stages of the, the shitty van and then the less shitty van and then the sprinter van and everything up to where we are now is, is just because like people wanted to, that like I was a person they came to trust with their, with their careers, with their like most mm. vulnerable moments. And the, just like a, a person that they would actually want to spend time around and invest yeah. in. And I felt, and I feel the same way about them. Mm-hmm. And in that sense, you can get any nimble nuts in the band. Like anyone, especially here in, the, in Nashville in this town, everyone can play the part. Mm-hmm. But if you, the, the thing that is uniquely yours is who you are. And if that's the reason why you're getting hired, then you're kind of bulletproof. Yeah. And, and that's how we all are in the Alan Stone project. Mm-hmm. You know, people, mm-hmm. people are going to start from, from basically this point on, people are going to start coming in and out. But no one will ever not be a part of this project because mm-hmm. there's just so much of their, so much of everyone's DNA is in this thing. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. that even if someone doesn't do a tour or chooses to st- to to not be involved for an extended period of time, th- there there will always be like their whisper and their echo on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's it's just informed the the way that Alan performs. It's informed the way that he presents himself, and that's it's a very cool thing. Yeah, it's a very cool thing to have made a mark like that. Mm-hmm. And so, like we were saying, like why why couldn't why couldn't you make a mark on something else? Why couldn't that carry over? Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Being a part of one thing that works gives you perspective right. on being a part of something that works. Yeah. And I think it's also, it works too, because for me, because I realized like with this new project is it can't, it will in no way look the way that the Allen Stone project did. Mm-hmm. It just can't. Mm-hmm. I'm older now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just throw myself at the road and like just eating bologna for weeks at a time. Like th- there was a time and a place for that. I'm not in that time or place mm-hmm. anymore. Um, it's different music, it's different people, it's different everything. So the only thing that I can realistically harness and bring over to that is just that enthusiasm and that sense of pride for not having fucked up the Alan Stone thing. Cool. <laughs> and, and, that, yeah. and, but, and that's cool. You know? mm-hmm. So in a sense, it's a blank canvas, but, it's, but I'm approaching the blank canvas with, with an enviable toolbox, you know, which, which I feel very happy for. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. There we go. So that you know, we, we were so we were supposed to stop however long ago, but we kept going. Yeah, we nailed it. Yeah, it's 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 a very adult way to stop a conversation. I'd say, talking it's, about toolboxes. Well, no, saying <laughs> saying say, say we're done and then talking for another twenty minutes. It's usually how the best conversations go. Yeah. Well, dude, yeah, we'll definitely have you back. I want to hear I want to hear more about your projects in a few months when uh, you got some new perspectives and developments. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe maybe we can get all all three of us in too. That'd be cool. That would be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Love talking to uh, Klein Browse, even though I've only talked to Gideon for a second. I did have one quick question though. Mm-hmm. Who's who? Uh, who takes most of the guitar parts in this band? Because you're a great guitar player. Yeah, Gideon's a great guitar player. He sure is. Yeah. So live, it's just going to start out just power trio vibes live. Mm-hmm. Maybe add a fourth person eventually. Mm-hmm. So I'll be playing guitar live, and Gideon will be playing bass. Mm-hmm. Um, but Gideon and Gabe both can play any anything they want mm-hmm. to play. And one of the great joys for me recording with those guys is. R- 
right now, what's working well and kind of like what we're running with, and I'm sure it'll evolve as we get to know each other better musically and just as people, but right now it's, it's usually me bringing in essentially a finished song hmm. and mm-hmm. being like, what do you guys think? And sometimes they're like, yes, and sometimes they're like, no. And if it's a yes, it brings me so much joy to just be like, here you go. And just let them go to town as producers, Mm -hmm. as players, Mm -hmm. as arrangers, as creative forces. Mm -hmm. And I don't need to play, I don't need to play every guitar part. It's totally fine. A lot of how Giddy and I do it actually is like, we'll, rather than like my playing a part and like doubling it or something like that, we'll just play at the same time, like sitting next to each other in the main tracking room of their Mm. studio. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, And... It, yeah, so so we we basically just play the guitars at the same time. We get twice as much work done twice as quickly, mm-hmm. and that's really fun because you you feed off of each other. Gideon's a great musician, and that's inspiring. Working with those two guys is inspiring for me because I am I'm aware of what my contribution is, and it just kind of makes me that much more excited to be better at that. Yeah, because those guys are so fucking good mm-hmm. that I know that they're not going to tolerate me being like kind of good. <laughs> like Great. If, if 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 the song is like kind of okay, or if like if I'm singing it, eh, not that great. That's just not going to fly for them mm. because they they are so busy as session musicians and as producers, and like they don't need this project. Mm-hmm. I think that's also why I was really excited to work with them because yeah. like they don't need this at all. If anything, this project will potentially slow their growth as producers and session musicians, <laughs> which I guess we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But that's. But but that's why like I really appreciate their leap of faith because mm-hmm. this isn't something that they have to do. For me, it's not something I have to do either. We are collectively deciding to do this kind of like wacky, bizarro thing mm-hmm. together, which is why I'm all about just like you know share money, share credit, pass the ball off. You know, let them be. Let them be. Like, give them permission to be really yeah. excited about this and claim ownership. Mm-hmm. That's why we split everything three ways. Yeah, doesn't matter if I'm bringing in a song. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Wouldn't be the same song without Who cares? their touches. Yeah, even if they're just like, hey, let's change this melody or this one word right. or whatever. Who cares? Mm-hmm. It's people get bogged, especially in this town. People get bogged down by that shit. Yeah, and in L.A., even worse. Oh my God, no, mm-hmm. it's it's to, to like a surgical degree there, yeah. you know. So I just love the idea of just being like, look, let, let's just split everything three ways. It, you know, my my part of it right now is mostly the here's the song, mm-hmm. and then I, I am I am the, the lead singer, but I would love to have those guys sing mm-hmm. more too, and I'm sure we'll figure out a balance for that as well. Yeah, and their part of it again right now is more on the like, okay, let's let's make this something that sounds like us too, mm-hmm. and that to me is deserving of a three way split. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um yeah, and that just means we're all equally invested. No one's so in other words, no one's making money. <laughs> but but no one's losing money right. either. And mm-hmm. and it's a very like tenable thing and yeah. it kind of makes sense. And so I'm excited. I'm excited about that. And I'm act and and I am it sounds I found sound very Hallmark Cardi right now, but I'm genuine genuinely flattered that they're actually wanting to give this a try. Mm-hmm. It could be Further down the road, maybe we start getting these crazy offers and they're just like, I don't know, I'm kind of into the session thing. Mm-hmm. But we'll cross that bridge when we come to totally. it. Totally. So that's something about yeah. my own self-discipline now is to not, you know, n- not to kind of fortune tell out and entertain every possible ending to the mm-hmm. thing. You know, wh- what, where we are right now is we're getting together, 
once a week. We're recording music. We're shooting videos. We're booking these shows that make sense. And we're just always just consistent progress, hmm. however small. And they, you know, they, they have their own studio. So it's all there. The overhead is simple. We mm-hmm. work fast. And so it's cool. N- no one's bitching and complaining yet. So we'll see. Um, but, um, but yeah, I'm very excited about it. And I'm just excited that it's not my name. It can always go back to that. I can always have mm-hmm. an alter ego that's that. But this thing right now, it just feels good to let other people in. Yeah. And, um, and I think just to, um, to it, it actually makes me a little bit more more courageous, a little bit more bold hmm. as a creative person. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree with that as someone who has not, or who has also not chosen their name mm-hmm. to put on the project. Yeah. There's just something, there's, it makes it a little bigger than you. Well, uh, and, not and that, bigger, but yeah. No, no, but, but, but yeah, because I feel like it has more, a little bit more room to evolve and mm-hmm. grow. It can have its own unique identity. Just as much of you that is in a solo project is also in this thing. Totally. But now there's that extra ceiling of like, of what else can it be? With these two guys, with other people's relationship. And, and also a lot of it too is just for me as a kid, you know, I, I just like, I, bands. Like that's mm-hmm. what I was into. Yeah. You'd go and see Metallica, you know? Like the idea, the idea, the idea of like, a, let's go see James Hetfield. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's so like, funny. Who cares, yeah. uh-huh. man? Yeah, James, who gives a shit about that? You know, um, well, it's the same thing. Like I even think about like some of the biggest bands in the world now. It's like Coldplay. It's like let's go see Chris Martin. Imagine mm. it was a Chris Martin, the solo project. Mm-hmm. That would be gar- yeah. There be are garbage. a few bands I'd, I'd do that for. I think yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then there are obviously like notable examples where like you know someone like John Mayer has never played well with others. He probably shouldn't mm-hmm. be in a band. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's worked out great for him. But um, but for me, I, I don't think I don't think I'm solo artist material. Hmm. You know, I'd like to think I, I hold my own in conversation. I have like a contribution to make to the world, but I love the idea of building in in a band. That to me is always what's made sense. So I'm glad that that is at least what this is starting out as. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll, we'll see where it goes, but but right now it's settling into a groove for sure. Cool. Yeah. Well, I look forward to seeing you guys playing. It'll uh, be it'll be fun. Well, that'll be interesting too because like we don't know what the band sounds like either. So, so that'll be fun. We'll be figuring that out in like in real time. It's like I don't know. You guys are hearing this. We're hearing this for the first time too. So, here we go. You know, but but it'll be fun. Cool. Yeah. It's good because again, it's like if you can do like one awesome thing in a day, mm-hmm. and then do totally, yeah. and then the next day do another awesome thing. Just you know, it's it's good. It's good momentum to carry over. But anyway. Take us home. We've been talking for a long time. We specifically yeah, took a break yeah. so you could take us home. <laughs> Man, now the pressure's on. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, I, I, I'm happy that you're on the show, like I've said several times over the course of this yeah. show. Really am. Thank you. This podcast wouldn't be a podcast without the experience that I've had with you on your show. Thank you. And so uh, I'm, it's, it's such a cool thing to have you come, come on and do the full circle thing. Hey, man, I appreciate it. And, and I think that... You know, a, a lot of people have podcasts now, mm-hmm. but very few people like really should have a podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, like it's just a natural extension of who they are, and sure. like a very cool and enriching, like counterbalance to their thing. 
Um, but but you're one of the people who really I feel like it's important that you have a podcast. Like I feel like your contribution is really powerful, awesome, and uh, and and unique in this medium too. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to bring in like a lot of interesting and like-minded people, and so I hope I hope people um, r- really listen to this and like really really dig into it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I appreciate I appreciate uh, you're allowing me to contribute to that legacy, the slow drag <laughs> legacy. There it is. <laughs> Yo, thank you so much, man. We'll link all we'll link all your info at the end of the show. Is I'm gonna do your website. Uh, is there anything else I should link? Yeah, sure. I mean, share? yeah, for for Trevor Larkin stuff. Um, yeah, at Trevor Larkin for Instagram. Yeah, tre- tre- mm-hmm. TrevorLarkin.com will get you to all these places. You know, mm-hmm. Trevor Larkin Music is the is the Facebook. But yeah, yeah, tre- TrevorLarkin.com is great. You can get link all to, to all the socials. You can subscribe to the newsletter, and there will also be. Uh, a, a link to like the band website and all cool. that kind of stuff. But but realistically, mm-hmm. uh, trevorlarkin.com is a good one-stop shop for everything. Cool. Easy to remember. And I'll know the name of the band by the time this comes out. That's so right. If, they, if there's an official website for that, I'll link it too. I, I bought the domain. There you go. So there had better be. Cool. Because that incidentally is, is a really quick aside. I know we've tried to sign off like a thousand times with this. <laughs> trying no, to find, I think this is going to be important. Trying yeah. to find a band name is, is, is sucks. 100%. Oh, Literally everything you. has been thought of or taken. Uh-huh. Um, you so, can imagine my surprise that the slow drag was not taken. Yeah, I mean... So simple, so basic. Right. I mean, so the fact that the band name that we settled on, mm. it, it it is the title of a song, okay. but it is not actually oh, cool. an artist. Mm-hmm. So we're just like, okay, let's. we could try and find the quote-unquote best name possible, or we could just, just take this freaking name yeah. and get down to the business. Mm-hmm. You know, the Foo Fighters is a ridiculous band name. Totally. But yeah. so it's like... And that was ultimately my pitch to them, is just like, look... We could keep talking about this, or we could just, like, move on it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did post-haste. I yeah. got, like, the Instagram handle. I got the band camp. I just put something. I've got something queued up to come out on Spotify just to secure it as a thing that exists. I've got the domain name. I've got mm-hmm. the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, it's, it's taken. Yeah. It's, it's ours now, um, which could mean that we just changed the band name in a month. <laughs> but it, but but at least we have something that exists in the world. Yeah. So, yeah. So my advice to to young erstwhile formers of bands: <laughs> once mm-hmm. you find a name, and by some miracle it hasn't been taken by some jackass in Norway or something, mm-hmm. just like run with it. Yeah. You're, it's it's better to start. Yeah. And just figure it out from there. A rose and, by any other name rocks just as hard. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Well, we'll have all that, and we'll everybody can check you out, and. Uh, Yeah. Thanks again, man. You got it. Thank you. Hey, thanks again for listening to The Slow Drag Has a Podcast, too. If you enjoyed it, you can head on over to theslowdrag.com, where you can become a patron of this podcast, the music, all the art that The Slow Drag puts out into the world. It's a really great thing, and I think you should check it out. If you're not ready to make the Patreon commitment, that's okay. You can leave us a five-star rating on iTunes, and make sure to subscribe over there, too. Follow the podcast on Spotify or SoundCloud or from wherever you're listening. A little bit goes a long way, guys. Thanks a lot, and I'll talk to you all next time.